Maniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and if you thought last week that our Toy Fair coverage was done, then you just don't know how we do things around here, because this week, Mr. Bo Brown returns to the show to talk about not only Super 7's Masters of the Universe presence at Toy Fair, but also uh, other Masters of the Universe news and items and a couple other things Super 7 had at Toy Fair that are not He-Man related. Uh, But before we get to that, uh, I've got a couple of things that are He-Man related. So Super 7 has a few different lines of Masters of the Universe toys at this point. Uh, They've got their reaction figures, of which I've got a couple. They have the vintage-style figures, which our friend Rad Ranger is currently collecting, and I am envious of, I'm not going to lie, because, uh, as I've mentioned on the show and as I mentioned on today's show, as a matter of fact, those vintage-style figures, which if you're not familiar with them, uh, they're the size and shape of the old Masters of the Universe toy line from 1983 to 87, I think. And But they're done in the style of the cartoon. So in my head, that's how those always should have looked. Uh, but Super 7 also is doing... They're continuing the Masters of the Universe classics style, but using the cartoon designs in that scale. And when they put up the ultimate versions of He-Man and Skeletor, which are kind of their way of making them available well not kind of it's absolutely their way of making those two available again for people who want to collect the filmation inspired classics line which i i think is called uh, club grayskull or castle grayskull or whatever so they put up uh, the previews of these ultimate editions of he-man and skeletor based on the animation and I just really liked what I saw. The colors looked so vibrant and cool. I love a good Skeletor figure. I have not been collecting this version of the line, but uh, I, I saw the Skeletor with his bright yellow face and his clean lines, and the colors just looked so vibrant. And I was like, man, I wouldn't mind having that Skeletor. But then what really got me was the robot head that comes with the He-Man figure because they showed uh, vintage robot He-Man first. I was like, oh man, I like that really deranged looking robot head. That would be cool to have, but I'm not collecting those. I'm not going to start. And then they showed this ultimate He-Man that is a a fantastic looking animated style He-Man figure that comes with three additional heads. The robot head, a laughing He-Man head that is the same as the laughing Prince Adam, which I also have. And then some kind of like hypnotized He-Man or something. I don't know what's going on with, with that head and it doesn't specify on the packaging here. But anyway, as I was talking to Mr. Bo Brown, I was kicking myself for not pre-ordering these back when they went up i was just like man i'd really like to have those because we you know as we talk we go through pages of uh the various websites the manufacturers toy arc uh the foosh 
wherever you know has toy news and i saw these guys i was just like damn it i I really should have pre-ordered those well (laughs) the next day they come in the mail so uh, apparently i did pre well obviously i did pre-order them and just it had slipped my mind because i i really was positive i i hadn't done it because i've been very disciplined about not going too far outside aside from my current transformers immersion uh, I've been really good about not going too far outside of my my normal uh, range of collecting lately. Uh, but these guys fortunately caught my eye, and now that they're here, I, I am just thrilled with them. I haven't opened them yet because I want to review them, and I just haven't felt like sitting down and taking the pictures and everything. Uh, but I'm excited to open these guys up and play around with them. And uh, so the the funny thing is these arrived – uh, on the 26th and I got an email notifying me that they had shipped on the 27th. So super sevens shipping has gotten so good that they're actually shipping things to the past now. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't know that, that joke, that, that little joke went a little better in my head when I was thinking about it earlier, but that was, uh, prior to 12 hours of work and of training and uh which, which by the way i've got a trainee at work which is taking some of my attention uh, well i know it's taking a lot of my attention because he's a trainee he's got to be trained he's got to be able to do the job right but fortunately uh and i might have mentioned this last week fortunately he's smart he's quiet and he's humble and that's great uh but i am not able to focus on my hobbies quite as much as i usually do so I, I wasn't really thinking about this too much at all, which is why this intro may be even more rambling than they usually are. Uh, but to, to get back on track, uh, super stoked that I got these Masters Universe figures. Can't wait to check them out. Reviews will be up on NeedlessThingsPodcast.com at some time in the future. You may have noticed over there uh, that the, we've been pretty good with content lately. I'm, I'm very proud of us for having taking a more relaxed approach as i keep mentioning week after week it's really making me enjoy the writing and the doing and the posting uh more so that that's working out really well Uh, i've got a great transformers post coming up next week and i will be doing sort of a, a collective review of the new transformers siege toys uh probably working on that uh, monday and tuesday we'll see how that goes but i i started out and this happens a lot when especially when i'm writing about a fresh topic or something that i haven't written about in quite some time is i'll sit down i'll start to write the review and all of my reviews i do an introduction which is kind of how the character or the toy or the line or whatever it is my personal interaction with it so in sitting down to write about these Transformers Siege figures, I open, my intro is, here's some of my history with Transformers, and it turned into an entire post unto itself, because I cannot successfully summarize my relationship with Transformers in just a few paragraphs. As a matter of fact, even the post that's that's uh, up in the draft, or I guess scheduled, it's, it's not a draft, it's scheduled, even the post that's in the queue now, there you go, in the queue, uh, isn't, isn't as complete as it should be, because once I finished it and was satisfied with the information that was in it, I realized that it was lacking one major part 
and that's Beast Machines, which I absolutely love and, and may actually be my favorite uh, version of the Transformers. But I skipped over it because I'm so focused on G1 because these Siege figures are very much rooted in G1. So my focus was on stuff related to that. I didn't think about Beast Wars once while I was writing, but I was never into Beast Wars, so that kind of makes sense. But Beast Machines, I just kind of glossed over because it's not these traditional versions of the characters. So that's going to be a whole other post at some point in the future. And then there are a couple of inaccuracies in there. Uh, I pointed them out, but I left them because, to me, it's important in my writing for it to reflect my personal views and experience. I don't want anything I write to seem like I'm regurgitating uh, anything from Wikipedia or opinions that I've read on the internet. Uh, Just the other day, I I saw a comment on Facebook that seems very much like the person just sort of, I read this somewhere else and now I'm typing it here. And later on, it was kind of verified that they didn't have the knowledge to be expressing the opinion that it had been expressed. And I see that all the time when somebody just blurts out something that's almost word for word. I've seen in a dozen other places and acts as though it's their personal opinion that they developed through their own judgment system and, and, and life experience. And I, there's more and more of that. And I hate it. I, well, I don't hate it. That's too strong a word. I have no respect for it. Uh, I, so just if one, if you're going to regurgitate an opinion, just don't say anything. You don't need to contribute to the conversation. Uh, it, it's like an unsolicited meh. If that's all you have to say, keep it to yourself. Now, if somebody asks for your opinion and your opinion is genuinely meh, that's one thing. But uh, to interject yourself into a conversation to offer up a meh, what kind of jackass have you got to be for that? Uh, anyway, I don't need to go off on some crazy tangent about social media etiquette, uh, because now it's time to sit down with Mr. Bo Brown and just have a wonderful conversation about Masters of the Universe, because that's what we do. Uh, you guys, enjoy. Hey, Bo. Hey, hey, Dave. Do you want to talk about Masters of the Universe? <laughs> Do I? Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Does the Pope wear a funny hat? So let me so let me tell you this. I'm actually sitting here. This is every once in a while here on the Needless Things podcast when Mr. Bo Brown shows up. We'll talk about things that you can actually enjoy right now as opposed to maybe or maybe not being able to enjoy months or even years from now. <laughs> and right now, you can go, if you, if you have Comcast or, or perhaps other providers, I don't know, uh, Stars Encore has the first two seasons of the 80s cartoon up for free. Oh, fantastic. Which is very cool because Netflix has had the first season in the past but the second season, it's it's kind of rare to see streaming. So I'm actually yeah, I just awesome. finished I just finished watching all, yeah. uh, Fisto's Forest. 
<laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. Uh, so yeah, I actually just got my, my delivery today. I just got um, my Club Grayskull shipment. Uh, Grizzlor, um, Shira, Mantena, and Fisto. Oh wow! So have you had a chance and, to get to them yet, or are they still in the box? Uh, I've taken them out of the like the mailer boxes so that I can like see them through the window, like the window box. Yeah, and I've got them all up on my shelf or my my or my like my little area. Um, and I'll probably open one tomorrow. You know, now that they come in waves, I tend to like open one then wait. You know, a couple of weeks and open another and sort of spread them out. Yeah, yeah. Now that I don't get like one every every month anymore i try to spread out the love that's a solid plan that's definitely yeah and, and so but they all look they all look really good they really do they really it's a really solid wave of good characters that i think look great in the in the cartoon style well that's that's good and i'm curious to know what the final your, your final opinion is because uh Toy Fair just happened, and we've got more than just Toy Fair to talk about, but the thing that I never thought would happen uh, is happening, was announced, and not only was announced, but they had the prototypes there on display, and that is the 1987 movie figures. And And I think that your comment about the actual title of the line... Yes, is so important and so on point and respect and like the level of respect. Like, I think that's just fantastic. Uh, it blew my mind. I mean, obviously, seeing the movie versions of he. Now, granted, we we don't really have a Dolph Lundgren likeness. It doesn't look like, but that's okay. But it's the movie versions of of He Man, of Skeletor, of what Karg, right? Yes, card yeah. And uh and then the you know the surprise because in the initial pictures he's often a different picture with Conan but the big golden god Skeletor as well. Yeah. So seeing those was a shock at first, but then to scroll down and see that it's actually called the William Stout collection. Yeah. Uh because basically everything that's good in that movie came from William Stout, who who is right. I, I can consider a friend of the show who's been on several Needless Things podcast uh, recordings live from Dragon Con. It's something I'm very proud of. Uh, but the the guy is brilliant. And well, and that's not something they've ever done. They've never been like this is the this right. artist's wave. You know, I mean, the so the fact that they did that. You know, and 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 I watched the um, the Pixel Dan interview with uh, with Super Seven, and basically the reason it happened was that it, that they weren't Mattel. You know that 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 Mattel just kept telling them no because they had there was so much so much bad blood between the people who made the film and Mattel that they just. They they just wouldn't let them do it because you know everything was just just left on such bad terms and so when Super Seven you know and and they and you know to their credit you know they worked on it this was a thing that they they probably were working on from the moment that Super Seven got the license well if I remember correctly uh, 
early on there was an exchange uh, with, oh gosh, I can't remember his name now, Brian Brian Flynn? Is that the Super 7 guy, I think? Yeah, that's something. Uh, but early on there was an exchange where somebody asked about movie designs, and I want to say he quoted something that Matt Knightlick had said, but Scott then put... Uh, yeah, Scott Knightlick. Uh, and, but then after it, put a put a maybe not or something like he did something very cryptic that suggested they they were already in pursuit of this so i absolutely think you're right that this well he yeah he was definitely in pursuit of it and i think that the that what it boiled down to was that he wasn't mattel and that he didn't have all that baggage that that the film folks and that you know and that and that mattel had had and so you know they had made the comics the the or the 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 he-Man magazine card colors. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Hey, so so at some point they still didn't have the rights, right?" And so they were able to do the 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 magazine colors card as a way to get around the fact that the, they did, they didn't have the license. But then he obviously worked it out to his amazing credit. You know, he did what Mattel couldn't. Um, and then you know they and then the other thing, the other part of it is you know that they've really learned. Their lesson with showing, you know, figures really in progress. Yeah, yeah. And having the fans rip it apart and nitpick every stupid little detail. And so when they when they showed these figures, they were pretty much done. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at them right now. There's not, you know, it wasn't like, oh, these are the paint masters or whatever. Like these were, you know. The, the versions with the weird flaws around the joints where you can tell the painting is in progress or like the you know, these, I mean these and, and the sculpting man the sculpts on Skeletor the sculpt on I mean both sculpts on Skeletor I mean they're perfect yes they're they're unbelievably good and unbelievably detailed it's it's nuts and so you know for them to have Karg in there as a repaint I'm like yeah do you have any idea how much sculpting and tooling went into Skeletor and God Skeletor and He-Man? Like, yeah, I'm fine with the, the Cargri paint. Well, and for, for, for them to do the movie accurate He-Man and Skeletors, uh, you know, you really need a repaint of Karg. Like, it, it's it, it's not an well, unnecessary like, thing. The fact that they like the fact that they like saved the tooling budget on Karg. Yes. Because, because I mean, you look at He-Man. There are no reu. There, are, I mean, maybe the hands. Sure. If you look at there, he has veins on his muscles, on his upper arms and forearms that aren't there. Those are not, no, there's no standard buck, standard parts on that He-Man. Well, and you know what? I'm even looking at the hands, and I don't. I don't think even the hands. I think. I think they're a hundred percent. I think every single piece of it is brand new. There's, I mean, and now maybe maybe Skeletor has like you know because he's got so much so much clothes on, right? But maybe that's a standard torso under. That's probably a standard torso under there. Um, but but there is those are really for this line, unbelievably detailed figures. Well, and I also wonder if part of calling it the William Stout collection is that. Everything that we see in these figures was specifically designed by William Stout. Uh, and I wonder if maybe there's even sort of a not acknowledgement of the movie here 
and that the the reason uh, uh, they're able I, to do it is because it's his designs. That's you know you're 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 probably hundred percent right. But but whatever the case, they look beautiful. Um, and and another good reason for the Karg repaint is a lot of people like myself who wanted Karg but didn't want to order that wave that he was part of. Uh, sure. This is our and, opportunity and, to to get in on that. That's true. Yeah. Because so I'm super excited, and they, they fixed. I think they fixed an issue with Karg's hook in the original. It was it was I think a different way in in the magazine. So it's not just a so so there is a part of Karg that's a different sculpt, and the hook is actually different. Okay. Okay. Or more movie act movie accurate. So I mean, you jump to the chase. I mean, you you really cut to the chase. It's all going to be downhill from here because that's like, that was the best thing. Well, but the th- here's the thing, though: is we get uh, we get these movie figures, but does this yeah. open up? I mean, because now, well, for sure, we've got to get an evil Lynn. We've oh, got to yeah. get a so sorceress. I think, yeah, I think we'll definitely, you know, we'll probably get another wave of non movie figures, and then. Maybe we'll get Evelyn, Tila, Man at Arms, and and Lubick. Oh this my gosh, my Lubick place. would be great. Yeah, that's my call. You know what's funny though is Lubick is is almost a tough call because he would require he would also require one hundred percent new tooling. Because yeah, because well, no, I mean all well, all of them would. I mean, you know, well, I think you could fake out Man Tila a bit. Skinny Man at Arms. It's not. He's not beefy. You know, standard. I don't think they're going to buck man at arms. I don't think they're going to do skinny man because if you look at, I mean, Skeletor in the movie is not buff like this. Franklin uh, Franklin Gella did not have Arnold's muscles, so I no. mean, it, it, there, there's there's some leeway for interpretation. Yeah. But Sorry. we've never had guy in a trench coat in the Masters of the Universe <laughs> classic <laughs> <Right>. line. <laughs> That's what I mean. My 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 preference would be that that would be my dream next wave. Like I don't care about the kids. Like fuck those guys. Like uh, you know they're not what's important the, right. to me. The wave would be Man at Arms, Tila, Evelyn, and and Lubick. Now I, I you, might, Lubick, you might, but I think Sorceress is more likely than Lubick. Um. Yeah. Sorceress or like Grizzlor or well, sorry, yeah, Beastman, yeah. yeah. Who you know, um, uh, you, you would get Beastman or I mean, that's it. That rep, was it. The rep. Well, nice. they've already done the the reptile. Unless they do a repaint of uh... yeah, they've done Sarod. They've done Sarod, um, and 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 so yeah, it's just Beastman, Evelyn, Sarod, and um, Karg. So yeah, yeah so I bet that's we true. see you. A... Might, might get Beastman. You got you might get movie Beastman, but but my preference would be Lubick. I bet we see a Saurad repaint, which is, which is fine. If we're getting them, do no. I don't want a Saurad repaint. Well, I don't no, want that's... one. But look, if we're getting these, and that's what they have to do to cost them out, fucking, I'll buy another Saurad. I don't care. Uh, that's fair. That's um, fair. So this is this is fantastic news. Was one of the first things I saw at Toy Fair. Uh, I was immediately once again Super Seven. Uh, past couple of years, they've had lots of awesome stuff. I love them. They're great. Uh, but we do have more to talk about. That's the big one. But uh, I'm excited about the PowerCon 
exclusives that were announced this year. Yes. And the Power Pop exclusives look really good. Um, it's uh, – oh, that's the one thing I didn't, I didn't I've, have. I've got it pulled um, up. It's, yeah, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Uh, samurai – who is obviously Ninjor, except Slamurai. he's a samurai. Slamurai. Oh, I'm sorry, yes, Slamurai. Who, Slamurai. Which is the greatest rap name ever. And uh, <laughs> these two really awesome horde snake men. Now, what is... Yep. I don't know the basis for any of those three characters. What is this? Okay, so Slamurai was kind of like... He's part of the, the characters that were designed... Um, as it, to, to to my understanding, as the last wave, so like the last group, uh, last year's PowerCon exclusives, um, uh, like I forget what they, they were. They were basically it. like an unproduced final wave that was entirely based on rep- uh, like on on max like just using parts. Right, right, right. They were a hundred percent reused. They had no new tooling on them at whatever. Yeah. And they were really these like grab bag, mix mash kinds of characters. Um, and so Slammerai was um, he was teased. He's actually on the box art of that set that came out last year. Oh, okay. And he's he's basically like a good guy ninjor. You know, he's a repaint of of of, uh, of ninjor, and he's a white ninja guy. Um, you know, he's your storm shadow to your you know snake eyes right right eyes, yeah well and i gotta tell you i mean he looks great i really oh, he's like cool. he's his super cool look. yeah and 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 he has a fabric outfit which yes. which ninja didn't have but did in the vintage line so that's really cool um to get to get the fabric outfit um and, and he's got the horde... an extra well he's got an extra samurai head too like he comes with the regular white like he comes with the repaint ninja head mm-hmm. with the white mask and the blue eyes mm-hmm. but he also comes with an actual samurai head with like a samurai helmet a lot of sculpting on the on this helmet yeah that's a completely cool. new head it, it's very cool i like it uh and then you get two snake men and so this is great because these are basically like an army building set yeah where you've got black horde armor and two and, and new snake heads so you can you can have your snake you can have your snake uh you can have your guys. snake and eat it too you can have your snake and eat it too, or you can pop those snake heads off, put them on your old snake men, generic snake men warriors, and then you know switch out horde other horde heads or any heads on these new cool like elite black you know horde trooper bodies. Um, and you know we you know so basically they took the two bi- the two main army builders of the old line, which were the snake men and and the horde troopers. And have just sort of buffed, managed to plump the ranks um, through both. Now, what I don't like is that both of them get uh, blast attacks. Blast attacks, stupid ass pogo axe, stupid ass weapon. Um, which <laughs> well, I don't understand what the thought process is along there. Now, what's funny about it though is the stupid pogo axe has paint apps on it. Right, it's gold, but you can look and see that there are at least three different paint apps on this thing because they're gold I, highlights. I, don't know. I have no idea what the thought process on that was, but <laughs> on the other hand, the horde troopers came with so many weapons. Yeah, 
They came with the staff, with the shield. They came with the stun baton. They came with like one other thing. They the horde crossbow. So like, there, there's no shortage of horde trooper accessories in my accessory kit to to give to these guys. Well, that's the thing. So I've got a whole you know, drawer like, okay, full. I've got a massive drawer full of of classics weapons. So I, right. I'm not even worried yeah, about so, that. So for so on one hand, I'm like, why why this? Why this? But on the other hand, I'm like, well, I didn't need another whole you know set of all those other accessories that I already have tons of. Um, hey, so I, I, I can kind of see it, but, but it's, it's a weird it's a least, weird pit. At least it's not the Snake Men staff again. No, thank goodness, no. <laughs> what it, well, what it should have been is fucking Snake Armor He Man's shield that we still don't have. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. Holy crap! We still I don't have that. Forgotten about that. I hadn't forgotten. <laughs> never. Just hashtag, hadn't forget. Hashtag never forget. Never forget. Um, so yeah, but, that's... But, so it's okay. So it's Slammerai, the two snake guys, and who's the fourth one? Well, those three come together. Those are being sold Oh, as a it's set. the three that come together. Okay, so it's just the three of them. And yeah. then... The... Um, it's still it's still a solid wave. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but then... I, um... The one that's a separate is Horde Zombie He-Man, which is Slime yeah, Pit uh... He-Man. Which is gorgeous, translucent green, bright red eyes with black shit around them. Is it ticking your boxes, Dave? Is it ticking those boxes? Oh, dude. Dude, (laughs) it's hitting them all. I'm like at half-mast right now over this figure. (laughs) He's got three different heads. He comes with all the He-Man weapons, the shield, the sword, the axe. He's translucent green. He's got deck. Oh, my gosh. He's gorgeous. I'm I'm, going to order one. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's been a fan favorite for a long time. He's been, you know, there's a bajillion customs of him. The thing, you know, the thing is, though, is I obviously, I do want it, of course, but I have also, like, a million He-Mans. And what I want is this is the slime pit. I agree, <laughs> you know? I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a small, it's a, it's, 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 it's a much more, of all the, of all the play sets, it's the smallest, and most manageable, and I think most iconic, you know, small... I mean, there's nothing like the Slime Pit in, in all of the other He-Man stuff. Right. There's big playsets, but this was this, like, small playset that had this one action feature, and it was the, it was the one that everybody had, you know? Like, every... The, the right. Slime it was Pit a, was, it was, affordable. was huge. It was affordable, so it was something that, that right. people got when they couldn't get Castle Grayskull because it cost too much. Yeah, and it was it was hugely successful, you know, because and and the other thing is like you know the fright zone didn't look like anything, you know, it, right. it just was like a weird cave and and the the, the cave and tree playset create the cave and tree playset that didn't look anything <laughs> like anything on the cartoon or anything like anything in the comics, you know, um and and but but there was something about the playability and I, mean, I don't know the, the 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 slime pit just captured the imaginations of kids. Well, it's slime in a I mean, way look, that slime, in the way that Zone never did. Nothing like slime in the '80s. From you can't do that on television to Ghostbusters to He-Man to everything. To Turtles. Yeah. Slime was like currency back then, and the slime pit was the place. It was the centerpiece. It was the thing that actually used the slime as opposed to making it something that you just ruined your mother's coffee table with. Right. And there's a reason that that what what's the other company that that basically totally made the slime pit? 
Uh, well, I mean, Mattel has released a ton of different slime pits for different lines. There's a Harry Potter slime pit. No, that's... but the one that looks exactly like it. It's um, like a little bit fictiony, and that's it. Oh, that's Mattel. It's the Imaginex. They did the yeah, the did... Imaginex. Like so, so Imaginex. You know, there, there's a basically Imaginex had they made the slime pit. They made a Roton that's exactly like a Roton, and yes. there's like one other th- He-Man thing that they that they ripped off. Um, well, it, the it, thing is, Imaginex is a Mattel brand, so right. they're sure. using their own things, but they're sort of paying tribute. But the point is, is that the, the is that the one that they did was the slime pit. Yes, because it's because it's the one that's iconic. Yeah. So so for me, like to get slime pit He Man, I I just I, you know all it does is make me want the slime pit more. Well, here's the thing: if enough of us buy slime pit He Man, no, it's, yeah, yes, doing play sets is totally different have than, faith. than buying figures. Have faith. <laughs> All right, I'll have faith. You gotta believe, like Parappa the Rapper said. You too. It's true. You, you gotta believe. Um, all right. So yeah. So I love Slime Pit He Man. I'm definitely gonna get them. The other big thing about the power for me, the other big thing about the PowerCon things is they're finally doing another another Muscles trash can. Yes. Of Wave Two. Yes. Because um, I I really I'm really. I'm really only interested in buying the muscles in the trash can and get the whole wave. Yeah, that, that, I don't want. I don't want to buy the little sets and different colors. And all I, I really buy want buy the, the trash can with all the characters, and that's it. That's all I want. I don't want to buy the boxes where you don't know what you're getting. No, I hate. I hate the blind boxes. I really wish that they would do um, the Shira and Horde Keshis as the garbage cans. Yeah, um, and, and they will. They will look. Probably two. Probably two years from now, we'll get them. But yeah. like. I really, really. That's what I want. I just want. I just want to buy the wave in the garbage can, and that's it. I don't want to buy the little digital packs. I'm not interested. Super Seven are very smart. Uh, they know how to give us enough to keep us happy while also teasing us. Like yeah. they're they have because we've already seen a couple of times now where they they've put a product out there and said, "Okay, here you can have this, but if you want the rest of this." You can either do it in this way that's going to make us a lot of money, or you're just going to have to wait a couple of years until we release it in a regular format. And, and I'm that, fine waiting a couple of years. Yeah, I'm fine with that as well. So, yeah, I'm super stoked so. about the garbage can. Uh, and But the final thing for PowerCon that really surprised me was the uh, She-Ra, the 12-inch She-Ra. Yeah. With so it's like the other twelve-inch Shira that had that had been released um, previously, which I have two of. Um, actually, I bought three. I bought one for my niece, and I bought two for me, so that I could display her as Adora and as Shira. Yes. Um, and yeah, I'm. You know, they had, they had put the other characters. Um, you know, they they had shown the other versions of uh, basically other characters in that scale. Yeah, they had a, at, what they had Catra. Yeah, and uh, well, they had a f- and they had a few different styles too because they had one lot. They had one style. They had the Monster High version. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but this is this is a different Shira um, that I, I dig, and I'll probably get it. Um, the cape alone, because she's she's very clearly wearing Macho Man Randy Savage's cape. <laughs> well, so so Bubble Power Shira. It's because it's is it is it? No, it's not Bubble Power. It's um, like Starburst. 
I don't I I don't know. The headdress to me looks like the same one that Mattel released. Oh no, I know what it is. It's 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 the vintage Shira. It's 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 vintage figure Shira. Oh, that's why her skirts look like that. Right. That's what okay, it is. It, okay. It's the way that her 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 um her helmet slash thing worked. Yeah, so so what she is is she's the original vintage figure Shira that was much more like that didn't look like you looked on the cartoon. Oh no no no! Wait a minute! I'm looking right now. Uh, Star, it is. It's you. You were right the first time. It's Starburst Shira. Oh, it's like Starburst. You're totally right. Uh, okay, so this yeah. So then yeah, this was like a variant um, version that you know, like because you know, it's just like just like He Man. There's a, you know, they made a bunch of different Shiras. Yeah, Bubble Power Shira, and you know whatever. So she looks good. I'll I'll get her. Um, and in fact, I need to. I, that reminds me that I need to bring my Shira out. I don't actually have her on display. I should really get her well, out these, here for uh, for the listeners who might be interested in these. Uh, the PowerCon exclusives go on sale uh, April. Oh man, I had it right here. Uh, they go on sale in April, and you can buy them even if you're not attending PowerCon. You have uh, to buy. You buy like a special badge. Yeah. It's like you buy a attendee badge. Well, it's a, it, a discounted price. That it's you, a non it's a non attendee badge. So you buy you buy the non attendee badge, and then you can buy. I th- I think several. Basically, the toys have a cover charge. Right. Yes. Yes. It's like going to <laughs> it's like going to the Renaissance Festival right. where you have to pay to get in, and then you also you pay have to, get to pay. In, and once you're in, you can buy the stuff. Right. Exactly. The yeah. And and that you know what. That's fine because the fact that they're doing these exclusives at all is such a cool thing to me. No, and they're great, ex- and they're great exclusives. Like I've, I've, I've gotten, I, I've, I've gotten almost all the exclusives. I mean, every now and then there's something weird, like you know, that I that I don't get because I, I try not to feel like I have to get everything. Yeah, yeah. And I only, I only get the stuff that I really do like. But, um, but no, all the PowerCon exclusives have been pretty great. Yeah, I still, I still am kind of kicking myself for not because I ordered uh, whatever year they had the green. Uh, oh shit! What's his name? The dragon. Granamir. Yes, uh, the, I I ordered Granamir and whoever else for you that year, right? Mm. And when I went in and I ordered, I placed the order because I, I don't know if you were were I don't know what the deal was, but mm. but I. And I was like, should I get these? I don't need them. I don't need them. And now I'm kicking myself for not getting a green Granamere. So this year... I'm looking at him right now. He's sitting on my mantle, my fireplace mantle, just with one leg hanging over the edge. Stop taunting me. awesome. Stop taunting me with green Granamere. But this year, what, whatever uh, whatever we work out with ordering these things, I am for sure getting Horde Zombie He-Man yeah. and a slime can. And and I tell you the yeah no I'll I'll buy the I'll buy the past thing and then you can piggyback on me okay that's fine totally I'm good with that all right I want to get it anyway so um, we so the PowerCon stuff looks really really cool this year I I find it all very appealing like if if I was just gonna drop a bundle of money uh th- this to me is are some of the best PowerCon PowerCon exclusives they're really they good have. yeah no I agree. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, and I'm very interested to hear your input on this one, is the Mega Constructs Castle Grayskull. Yes. So um, I have uh, I have the Mega Constructs 
Because you um, you got the Wind Raider and the little the set of the figures, right? Yeah. So in, I I never bought them individually. Right. Um, I, I, I it just happened that they released them uh, as a set, and I bought the set, and then I bought the Wind Raider, and I have to say that building the Wind Raider, I don't I don't do Legos. I've never been a Lego person. Um, you know, my son has some Legos, but we're not like super into it. Um, I was a, I, I didn't do Legos as a kid. I had friends who had Legos, but I wasn't a Lego kid. And building the Wind Raider was, I was like, oh, this is why people love this. <laughs> this is really like therapeutic, and I'm really enjoying just sitting down here. And, like, following the instructions and building this thing that I already know that I like. You know? Yeah, yeah. I had never really done that before. I had never really sat down and built a Lego set, you know? Um, so it was it was great. And so that was really... So that coupled with the fact that um, it's, like, a 36,000-piece set, you know, um, I think that the scale of the, of the Mega Constructs figures really works... Um, you know, I did that picture of, of um, uh, Titus and the little me- Mega Construct Seaman. Yeah. And the scale, their little scale works really well with other toys. Well, and that to me is one of the big advantages of this playset is as, as much as I love the Classics Castle Grayskull, it's fantastic. It's yeah. everything I wanted it to be. But scale wise, there's just no way around the fact that it 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 never could have been big enough to actually. Well, it, 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 it actually wasn't. They had to enlarge it. They had to add to the base of it because they realized that you know, right. Part of the they, they couldn't it, even it walk in the door. You could put Battle Cat and He Man. You know, He Man on Battle Cat at the at, on the drawbridge and have He Man not hit his head. Right. And, you know, so so they added a whole bottom section to, and lowered the lowered the drawbridge, you know, part. And look, so that it was tall enough. I love, I love it. It's a fantastic. It's it's the best playset I've ever owned in my life. But yeah. there's no way around the fact that it just doesn't. It's not. It's not big enough for the figures. Whereas the this figures, yeah, the figures are bigger, and 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 it's just yeah. so it's it's. And I think that they learned that lesson. That's why Snake Mountain is so big. Which will believe me, we'll we're to going it. to get to Snake Mountain. That's that's so. So it is. So the Megan trucks. The problem. Well, the, and this is ties back into that. Is is my only issue really with the Mega Constructs Castle is that it's coming out the same year as Snake Mountain. Right. Well, but and is it? But is it? Well, I mean, we well, sorry, they've announced it. So like, so they've announced it. So you're like, you're planning like, I'm going to spend how much money? Right. Well, and you're like, yeah, and that's oh my God. you. You this, are. This is. A, this is. I'm looking at spending two hundred and fifty dollars and then six hundred dollars on playsets. Well, here's and the that's thing. Just a very big number <laughs> to to well, deal with for me. Since, you know, who only collects one thing. Since so. since we're discussing uh, Castle Grayskull, well, um, right now you can go to GameStop.com. As far as I know, this is the only place that's already yeah, pre-ordered. It's the only place, it. as far as I know, too. Uh, it's two hundred and fifty bucks, free shipping, which is great. Um, the planned release date is January first of twenty twenty, and as someone 
that worked at GameStop in the past, I can tell you all that means is they don't know when the fuck it's coming out. Right. Uh, but well, I ordered. I mean, I ordered my Wind Raider set a year and a half ago, maybe. Like, I don't even remember. Right. You know, it was one of those things like you know, like my Mondo figures that I ordered forever ago, and like they'll get here when they get here. Right. I'm not really worried about it. You know. Um, so it's just you, 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 you know, you order it so far in advance that you, it's just this nebulous thing yeah, that it's eventually just, shows up at your house, you know. Well, and that's so we have Castle Gray, Castle Gray Skull, uh, in all likelihood coming out next year, and, and then, it comes with, and it comes with other, it comes with a whole set of figures. It comes with a faker or what? So there's like a Red well, Beast Man. It comes with Red Beast Man, uh, Snake Goddess Tila. Sorceress yeah, and a mustacheless man at arms. Well, that's a man at arms, which I don't have yet. So, oh, okay, maybe that's just standard man at arms for this line then. Okay, no, they'll probably. Well, I don't know because I think they're doing. I think they're doing another wave that has like Evelyn and um, um, some other characters in it. So they'll probably. So so that for my year that will be, um. You know, probably a wave of those guys plus the castle and the wave that comes with that. Yeah. The other really amazing thing about getting the Mega Constructs castle is that I have a bunch of the Chinese Lego minifig bootlegs, like your trap jaw that I gave. You. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll be able to use your. I'll be able to set my mini my Lego minifigs up in this giant for them, you know, castle because they're smaller than the mega constructs figures. Yeah. The mega constructs are, are almost twice Slightly as big bigger. as Lego minifigs. Yeah. So that's really exciting to me. Do they, do, do they fit? Is the pegs the same? Yeah. The pegs are standardized at this point. Um, the, the Lego peg, I don't know if it's trademark or copyright or, or what the appropriate term is, but that Lego peg is basically public domain now. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm testing it right now, and yeah, they they yeah they do they do it just fine. So yeah. that's great. So yeah, so I'll probably put my my Lego guys in the castle rather than the Mega Constructs people. Actually, well, I I mean I like the Mega Constructs pe- I do too. people, but but I I have this weird part of me that's a bit of a Lego purist that 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 Lego minifig look is what goes with our building bricks. You know what I mean? Oh sure, yeah. Uh, so, well, so my, <laughs> some, my guys will be in there. And if, um, and and if that, anybody, and, if anybody listening, if you're if you're sort of balking at the price because it's it's two hundred and fifty bucks, but uh, thirty six hundred piece Lego sets would be around three hundred and seventy five dollars. Well, that's what I saw. It was because because you know I don't know. I mean, I don't not a Lego guy, so I right. had no idea like what. I was like, wow, 250 bucks, that seems like a lot. It's, it's but then not. I also read somewhere that, you know, your standard price for a Lego, like, playset was like $175, and it had less than half of yeah. those pieces. Yeah, that Lego... So I was like, okay, all right, well, if that's the baseline, then this seems reasonable, yeah. You can generally relate the number of bricks a Lego set has to the price, so a 3,600-piece a Lego set 
would be, and, and it would also depend on how much new tooling is involved with the bricks in the set. But mm-hmm. it could be three hundred seventy-five to four hundred dollars. So I mean, this right. two hundred and fifty bucks. So it's a good. It's it's not a bad deal. Oh, it's a fantastic deal, and that's the case with all of the the mega constructs or the mega blocks or whatever. That's always the advantage they've had is that comparatively, a mega block set costs a good bit less than a Lego set. Right. Well. I will take it. I will take Mega Constructs undercutting Lego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, we've talked about Castle Grayskull. Let's right. talk about the the thing that I have literally no information about. I hope you have a tad more than I do, because all I've seen is the placard that Super 7 had up that said Snake Mountain pre-order May 2019. Do you have any more information than that? Because you shot me a price, but I can't find it anywhere online where they even mentioned a possible price. The forums, the forums that I follow, that's the price that that has been pretty pretty consistent. Um, the reason that they didn't bring it is that it's basically exactly what they showed at San Diego. Sure. So like they were like, look, we didn't bring it because it's huge and it's big and and, and it's and like a whole it. case and, and we've you've already other... seen it. like there's nothing's everything nothing changed everything that's in it that you saw last time is there and we have other um, neat stuff that we want you news, to look at. We gave you the news. The news is that it's actually going to happen, right? And it's for sale. Um, and the, what I've what I've seen is that, that it's going to be six hundred dollars, and that there's going to be a payment plan. For basically six months at a hundred dollars a month, and that's pretty much the only new information. And it and it'll go on sale in May. I mean, no- so it's gorgeous. I mean, what we saw is what I it's want. Nuts. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't even. I have. I don't know where I'm going to put it, and I only collect one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I'm gonna have to like buy a table, I guess. Like, I, like I don't even know. Like, I have oh. no idea where I'm gonna put it. Oh, There's don't no don't way. worry. There's... Some third party company will release a special Snake Snake Mountain themed display stand. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I I have no idea. You know, right now my castle is like all my other He Man stuff is downstairs, and my castle is upstairs in like our dining room on top of the China cabinet <laughs> so that I can see it more often as, as one does. Right. And it, and it just happens to be like the space between the top of the China cabinet and the, the ceiling is like perfect. It just happens to be the exact we, amount of space. We keep the fancy silver in the gray skull dungeon. Yes, exactly. That's where we keep the fine China and, <laughs> and this, and the power of gray skull. Um, <laughs> And the secret of the elders, um, but oh man, you know when we—I just played with it last night. Um, I brought Myra was, you know, Myra was here, and and so we brought uh, we brought the castle down, and I set it up, and the boys were so excited to show her all the all the features and the secrets and how to open the drawbridge, you know. Oh, so like I'm great. still I'm still getting such play value out of the castle. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I don't. I mean, it's it's a. I mean, it's it's not a question. I'm getting Snake Mountain. Like that's not an issue. It's not oh, a. It's not up for debate. Absolutely getting it. Um. So that's the hard part. Is like, okay, I'm going to spend six hundred dollars on the castle and two hundred and fifty dollars on this Mega Constructs uh, Castle Grayskull. That's tough. 
Um, now, what I what what sounds what I haven't heard because you know sometimes if you buy like you know if you do bundled shipping, you know the bundled shipping is cheaper than um, than just paying for it for each thing as it thing. is produced or whatever. So what I haven't the 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 what I, the general thing what I've heard is that there'll be a six month payment plan at a hundred dollars a month. I'm not sure if there's going to be if 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 there's going to be like it's more expensive to do the payment plan rather than just paying the flat six hundred. All right. Um, I'm I'm hoping that that's not the case. Um, because I think that that would be you know obviously preferable that you can just either you know pay your flat six hundred dollars if you have the cash and just do it. Um, and well, not have to pay more to break up the payments. As as someone who doesn't just collect Masters of the Universe classics, much to my dismay, I can tell you that with this Snake Mountain, in the eyes of nerds who do collect more than one thing, here's what Snake Mountain is competing with shipping-wise and dollar-wise. For years, Sideshow Collectibles has been offering payment plans, and there's no difference in pri- in, in final mm. price between doing the payment plan and doing all at once. That's good. We, we as toy collectors, are aware of this, and it would be very difficult, I think, for Super 7 to buck that tradition. All right, well, that's good. That's good, um, That's good news. The other, the other factor that Super 7 is competing with, and I'm sure they're aware of this, is, you know, Haslabs, last year, uh, a new branch of Hasbro that is creating uh, consumer-demanded direct products based on pre-orders. Uh, Jabba's Sail Barge. The Jabba, yeah, Jabba's Sail Barge was the thing that was, I figured you were And saying. what they did is it's 500 bucks. And that includes the shipping. And that also is something that Super 7 has to be aware of, that you can't charge $600 for the Snake Mountain and then charge an additional 150 for shipping. Right, yeah. Uh, because that that's something that has... And, and let me just say, uh, I know we're talking Masters of the Universe, but this is a very similar situation, I feel. Uh, Hasbro was very transparent with every step of the process, uh, cost wise, they, I, dude, I got an email telling me how the katana because I I went in on that because three and three quarter inch Star Wars is still my heart and soul. Yeah. Uh, I got an email telling me how they were going to pack this thing. Mm. Like they th- here, we are going to take once the pieces have been hand painted, they will be packed in the carton this way. Then they will be put in st- in uh, special packing pieces we have designed to go inside the interior carton. Then the interior carton will be surrounded with styrofoam blocks that will be put in the exterior. Like it's crazy wow. the level of transparency Hasbro or, or Haslab, whatever you want to call it, has had with this thing. And as a matter of fact, the last email I got included the instruction, the assembly instructions, mm-hmm. like the old school. Wow. Uh, for anybody that had Star Wars toys as a kid, you remember the black and white 
instruction sheets that sure, yeah. had to put everything in. Well, that it was a PDF of it looked those. just like that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dude, Great. I just looking at that, like tears came to my eyes. Like, oh my gosh, this is th- not not because I was getting this amazing toy, which I'm very excited about, but because these people understood, and I feel the same way about Super Seven. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they understand. The, these guys are toy fans. These guys are artists. These guys want they they and look i know there's been some criticism of the first couple of waves of super 7 and what's happened but that's all to me that's all learning curve to me that's all we now know we're learning how to deal with these overseas factories we're learning how to deal with production we're learning how to give you the best thing we can possibly give you and yeah it sucks that some of the stuff hasn't been as awesome as we would have wanted but these guys care, and it will be because they're us. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely true. And I gotta say, I just like today, I just got my new shipment of my my club Grayskull, and they've redone the packaging. Um, it's like it all all four all four figures come in a cardboard box. Uh-huh. Inside that cardboard box is another cardboard box that has the the actual that has the mailer boxes inside. And then inside those four mailer boxes are the actual boxes of the figures. See, and that's uh, beautiful because that's something you only learn after shipping a wave exactly. and getting feedback and seeing how yeah. everything works. And and yeah, it's a tough process if you're if you're a fan, if you're a customer. But like I said, these these guys, all you have to do is look at their history as a company to know that that they do care and that they are fans of all of this stuff and they've done you know they've done they've they've they really recognized you know that their customer service situation was pretty bad and they've redone that pretty much from the ground up they you know it's it is different the 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 website feels different when you order the stuff um it's much more streamlined um they they have made a lot of improvements it seems um and and which is a, I need to well, now it's too, I feel like it's too late because my my triclops got screwed up but um I think it's probably too late to to complain now but uh, maybe not yeah. you don't know man yeah that's true I, I need to it's just, it's just like on the bottom of the to do list with everything else sure, I gotta do yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. oh yeah Mr. Um, Bo Brown is a busy man I'm a busy guy yeah uh, but yeah the the problem is that you know a lot of the new heads are made out of much harder plastic. And so they can't. It's harder to switch them out. Um, and I and I when I pulled Triclops's head off because he came with a separate head. Like they they were like, oh, we we shipped him. We shipped to the Triclops with a head that the visor didn't swivel. Oh, ooh. And so, well, but but but, but they fixed it. They sent every every single person got a new Triclops head that worked for free. Oh, that's beautiful. But. When I tried to pull the original Triclops head off, the the head peg I pulled too hard. Oh no! I heated up, and the entire head peg came off. Now, and dude, I guarantee if you contact them, they will take care of you. Probably. I really, I really think so. But you know, like I mean, I know, I know that you need to heat it up. I, you know, I know that I should have. You know, yeah, but, but I, I like, I, I really think if you contact they have been pretty them, cool. yeah, I, I, th- I think you should pursue it. I think they'll take care of you. Probably, um, I'm a pretty good customer. <laughs> so yeah, right, yes. 
Uh, so <laughs> be like, you please send me a new Triclops. FYI, I'm gonna buy Snake Mountain. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if you want to ship them together, that's fine. Just do yeah, that. go for it. Uh, yeah, uh, tr- yeah. Just just pop that pop Throw that Triclops in. in there. It's fine. So we got a couple other things uh, to discuss. Yes, and that is Masters of the Universe Classics Club Grayskull Wave Four, which looks great. Um, I, and I gotta say, like that Roboto man. Here's what I don't know though is I haven't I haven't done the digging, but I don't know if the gears work. Oh, interesting. I, ha- I haven't taken the time to like dig through the He-Man forum to the He-Man.org forum to find if there's an answer to it. But it, but you know Super Seven does you know routine um, you know Q and As, and none of the ones that have come out have have answered the question like do the gears spin does his mouth open and close when you spin the gears so i don't know um but otherwise he looks great and and i and i love the way that he looks um modulox neck is kind of weird um yeah i it it looks like something it it looks a little too uh like reanimatory I don't know, but but I think that it's like what it looked like on the show. So it's like yeah, it probably is, huh? I don't know, like you know, and he comes <laughs> with a couple of different other cool parts and stuff, and he's got like a different set of hands and and I uh, mean the 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 heads are incredible. I mean they look no, it all looks great. Well, and the but, hands, look at those hands. The hands look yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, the neck is super weird, but you're right. Yeah, it probably is. is it probably is exactly what he looked like. Yeah. Now who is so, who's that, Katrina? Uh, I don't know. She's a like cat girl. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she's in some episode that I don't remember. She's a you know cat chick. <laughs> she's fine. Whatever. Um, you know cat girls. But Modulok looks great, and then like the total monkey face Stratos. <laughs> Uh, weird, weird cartoon Stratos that just looks weird. Um, you know, he's going to be fine. And then, like, Prince Adam. Um, I do kind of feel like I have a lot of Prince Adams at this point. But, uh, you know, I'm happy to get him. And then the Shadow Weaver looks awesome. But but she doesn't look that much different from the classic Shadow Weaver. Right. Really? You know? Yeah. Um, and I definitely like Prince Adam coming with the power sword with all the lightning around it. I think that's pretty That's great. beautiful. Well, and, and, and that actually... Line, having the, the bendable wrists, the wrist joints... Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it makes a big difference. That's going to look really cool, well, and, I think, on display. And to go back to Stratos, he actually comes with a lot more stuff than I would have expected because he's got a he's got a different jetpack, and he comes yeah. with the staff and with the, the sword. The staff of Avion, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm happy that they're really bulking these guys out with neat filmation accessories. Well, I think because they they don't really do a lot of paint. You know, they save so much on the paint on these guys because it's right. you know just like one tone. There's no shading, and like all the accessories are like very monochromatic. So you know, I think that they're throwing in more stuff with less paint. Right. You know? Right. Right. So, so that all looks good. Um, I am not collecting the vintage uh, style wave. I'm not either. But this wave, but you're going to get that trap jaw, dude. Well, I'm definitely going to get that trap jaw. But man, Merman looks fantastic. He is the merman. He's he's he the mer- animated he's, merman he of my dreams. Yeah, uh, I like I like Adam with his little 
his little uh, fuzzy soft goods vest. Yeah, but I'm, Orko looks really good. Well, here's but... the thing: I'm going to shock the world now and say that that Orko is great, and his little magic effect, yeah, is one of my favorite accessories I've seen from from this part of the the Super Seven Masters. Thing. Yeah, he looks great. I mean, you know, you know, you, you're right. The Orko is really special, you know, especially because it it isn't like a you know standard buck you know, type figure, and then, you know, and then Shadow Weaver, too, she looks so good, um, but, like, but then they do Crystal Man-at-Arms, and Ice Tila, and Gold He-Man, and I'm like... Well, and that's the next uh, thing, that's the next thing I wanted to ask you about, because, you know, you, you and I both, well, you probably more so than me over the years, as we've had these conversations about Masters of the Universe... Uh, dating back to the very first episode of the Needless Things podcast. Um, Okay, so episode one was you and me talking about Masters of the Universe Classics. This is episode 253. 254. 254 episodes later, or 253 episodes later, we're still talking about Masters. And uh, in general, you've been more lenient with stuff that we know needs to be done to make money for the company to keep making the toys. Right. I saw Crystal Man at Arms, which is directly from an episode. It's not No, all like, of them are directly from right. episodes. It's, it's not all, like... It's all real stuff from the show. Right. These aren't just bullshit things that they made up. They're legit variants. And I've got to say, as the guy who tends to be a little more cynical about these kinds of things, I, these don't bother me. Now, granted, part of it is because... Uh, the Man at Arms and the Tila are translucent. You know how I feel about right, that. Right, I know how you feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, these are these are uh, fifteen bucks a piece. Well, I think if if you order them from Super Seven, they're fifteen plus shipping. If you find them at Fye, I think they might be twenty. But but in modern terms, twenty dollars or less is is figure Pretty price. Good. That's what this stuff costs. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't mind these variants just because, like I said, they're not bullshit. They have a source. They're, they're a thing. I the only, I think the only reason that I'm bothered by it is that I'm not collecting the line. Right, right. So I'm not, if I was invested, if I was like, oh, I get all this stuff, so I will, I'll get these too. Right. Because I'm not collecting this, this line. Your your brain isn't in justification mode, right? I'm not, I, don't have to, I don't have to validate it to myself. To, to myself you know, I don't have to justify it, right? Right. Um, so I'm not. But I but I've got to say, if I was collecting yeah. this line and and look, this is, I'm glad I didn't commit to it in the beginning, uh, because I've just got too much already. But no, I feel very, I feel very good about my choice. Basically, you know, I I chose the Mondo figures over these. That right. was the choice. Right, right. I you know, uh, I decided that I wanted the super articulated, super detailed ones, and I, you know, and, and to get fewer of them that cost more money. Yeah. Than buy into this. Well, I'm sure it's going to cost out about the choice. Same, I feel so. I feel good about. Yeah. No. Uh, but I I do have a lot of fondness for this line because in my head as a kid. This is what the figures should have looked should like. Should have looked like, exactly, no. And the uh, trap jaw, I mean, the trap jaw looks dynamite. Oh, he's gorgeous. I mean, 
He's beautiful. They're using the they're using the right bright colors. They just I mean they're fantastic. But if I had a shelf of these, I would be a okay with these weird episode specific variants that they're doing. I I'm, yeah. I'm okay with these. These are fine. I, I think that like. I might pick up Orko as the only one of these just because it looks so good. He really does. And I hate Orko, but that's a great figure. Just, they really just nailed every single detail. It, he he really does just look perfect. Um, you know, and 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 had he looked like that back, at, that's what he should have looked like back in the day. The original. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, yeah. Uh, so, right, so that's that's the the vintage line. What do you do? You want to talk about any of the other stuff? Yeah. That's what else? What else? Have we stuff got? in. What else have we got? Um, well, there's like the the Toxie, the Conan. Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to bring up uh, because I'm curious to hear your thoughts about those. Uh, they're in the same style and scale right. as the Masters of the Universe classics. They are releasing a Toxic Avenger, but it's the Toxic Crusader cartoon Boy. version of yeah. Toxie. Uh, and then a Conan based on the art of Barry Windsor Smith. I think Toxie looks incredible. Yeah, no, I do too. I won't be getting. I won't be getting them. Um, I think it's a a great idea. And in the interview, in the Pixel Dan interview with with uh, Michael Flynn, you know, he was like, you know, we've been doing this these master this master scale, and it's it's a really good scale yes. and level of detail for toys. And we'd always kind of been kicking around this idea of what if we did other properties. And so Conan was the first one they decided to do. They were like, well, that, that makes a lot of sense. Because sure. it's He-Man, it's Conan. Um, let's do a Conan because, you know, Conan was, you know, He-Man was just, you you know, doing Conan he, without calling it Conan. He was non-copyright infringing Conan. Exactly. That then blossoms into this, you know, incredible other thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, it, but it makes absolute sense that the first character they would choose to do would be Conan. And then they're like, okay, well, cool. Conan turned out really good. Well, who else can we do? And so they did, so they're like, let's think about toys because He-Man is about the toys. So they did the Toxie, um, you know, and, and, you know, toys with cartoons. Um, so they did the Toxie and then they did the Voltron um, one and then the, uh, the, the uh, Optimus and Megatron. Who, are, who aren't in the same style, but, but have the same sort of like, Look of looking like the cartoon. They'll be that. They'll be that seven inch scale with with those proportions. It's kind of the same thing as what NECA does. Is they they well, no, call the, it the, a seven the, inch the, scale. The Transformers and the Voltron are bigger. They're they're oh, they're taller they? than you know. They're they are bigger. Oh, I thought they were seven inches. No, if you look, I mean, you look at them. I mean, they're they're in the in the in the picture. You know, well, that's I'm going around trying to find. They're on the same shelf as the as this as those, and you can see that they're they're bigger. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, that's you cool. can see Voltron. Voltron's taller than Toxie. Okay, um, but, uh, by, but I would say like Voltron's shoulders come up to the top top of top of Toxie's head. Okay, and he's a little taller. You know, but not but not by a huge amount. Um, I, I gotta say, I don't I don't love the Conan. Sure. Uh, it's it's okay. I wish the alternate head didn't also have horns on it. Mm. That's a weird choice to me to include two heads that both have just slightly different horned helmets. 
Right. Uh, I, I like him, but I'm probably not going to get him. I've got a few Conan figures already. Uh, and the yeah, Toxie... I'll, I'll stick with the He-Man stuff. I love the Toxie. Uh, if, if he's up at the same time as something else I'm buying from Super 7... And you can get it on the shipping, yeah. Right. I'll probably throw him in there. But I'll tell you what was most interesting to me was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles placard that was on the same shelf. It's a no-brainer. I, I mean, Well, I only just now realized, because I, I had seen that placard out of context all weekend, I hmm. thought it was near all the reaction stuff. So I thought we were going to get... I thought we were going to get three and three-quarter inch Ninja Turtle figures. Mm-hmm. This is the just now talking to you and going through, uh, which, by the way, uh, com has some really good coverage, uh, as well as com. But this is the first time I've seen that, that Turtles placard next to the Conan figure, so yeah. that's much more interesting to me. It makes, it makes all the sense in the world. Yes. You know, because... You know, definitely for me, but I think for so many other collectors and kids of my generation, you went from He-Man to Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. That's what you did, because they the, the lines were very similar um, in the sense that, you know, you had this huge variety of characters. Well, and they all looked like they were taking dumps. Well, sure, there's that with the rubber legs, but the, but the, well, the no, idea just, was that aesthetically. Turtles had the same the same element of attraction for me that He-Man did, which was here's this huge ensemble cast of super different wacky characters that was what separated it from G.I. Joe and what separated it from Transformers, which was a line about army guys and a line about robots. And, you know, Ninja Turtles had that same, like, kitchen sink yes. approach to characters where you just had... Robots and mutants and all just you you know all but, sorts of crazy stuff. You know Everything what just you know what just hit me though with us sitting here talking. All right, so Masters of the Universe, uh, five inch scale, and they we we all know how those original figures looked. Playmates did Ninja Turtles and the Toxic Crusaders line that both mm-hmm. had the same aesthetics as the Masters of the Universe line. Absolutely. All three of those lines are pretty much interchangeable. They were all the five-inch scale. They were all that squatting sort of action-ready look. Yep. And I've never thought about it before how closely, you know, we've we've discussed thematically how Masters of the Universe and Ninja Turtles are similar. But also, but design. But yes, aesthetically, they're similar as well. And you're right. This makes all the sense in the world. It makes all the sense in the world. Um, and there's, and you know, and so to have Ninja Turtle figures, which I collected, I mean, I, I, I left, I went out of, you know, as, as after He-Man sort of fell apart and, you know, New Adventures was a giant disappointment, Ninja Turtles came along to fill that void. Yeah. And so I had tons of Ninja Turtle figures and I think I probably won't buy into it because I've made, you know, my choice to only, you know, spend sure, my money sure. on the He-Man stuff. Um, and they're probably going to go deep into Ninja Turtles. I mean, I think that when you look at what they've done with He-Man, um, you know, on, obviously on the Tales of Classics, but, like, the the catalog of Ninja Turtle characters, that they're in a, if, they, if they have the license, which they do, there are hundreds of characters well, in that line. 
what's so crazy to you me know, is, you know, Playmates has had the Ninja Turtles license from the start. Now Nickelodeon has it. Uh, Playmates were always very, very selective about who they licensed toys out to. Uh, NECA were one of the only ones, and they just did, years ago, they did the comics figures. Uh, and then Nickelodeon got the license and became even more selective about who was able to use Ninja Turtles. But now we have these Ninja Turtles, whatever form they're going to take, coming from Super 7. But we also have announced... Uh, well, we have the movie Ninja Turtles shown up at GameStop from NECA that are some of the best action figures I've ever bought in my life. Yeah, excellent. Uh, well, Mondo did the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Mondo did the comic-based Ninja Turtles, the 12-inch scale. And we have NECA's cartoon-based Ninja Turtles uh, showing up in Target in the two-packs. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, presumably, what Super 7 is doing is also going to be classic 80s cartoon-based, because that's that's the logo that they used, and, and it would it's what would fit with this range and scale. Yeah, I think I think that what you'll get from the Ninja Turtle line is like Club Grayskull. You're yeah. gonna get you're gonna get figures that look very much like the show, um, but but I think that they will probably. I feel like because they are a toy company, though, there's got to be some nod to the original toy line, you know. And, yeah, and, yeah. And so you're gonna get some some figures that weren't necessarily on the show because a lot they made tons of characters on the show. They just invented, you know, characters. Well, and then there's also um, the possibility that Super Seven's just gonna toys. go crazy and do a 7-inch line and a vintage line like they've done with Masters. Right. That's true. That That's also likely. Because. Um, but there are so many cool characters, and you know, I, and I just feel like they're going to have people designing them and making the design choices and the character choices that were Ninja Turtles toys collect, toy collectors. Sure. And so you're going to get, like, characters that were, the you know, that, that guy's favorite toy. You know, they're going to do, you know, they're going to do, like, some weird deep cut. You know, we'll probably, you know, we'll get the basics. We'll get, obviously, we'll get the Ninja Turtles. We'll get, um, you know, Splinter and Casey Jones and, you know, um, and April, Baxter Stockman, Krang, Shredder, Foot Guys, you know, the basics. But I'll be really interested to see who they go with beyond that. And I think for anybody listening that's having trouble visualizing what, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles might look like in a Masters of the Universe classic style uh, if you go to the Foosh or Toy Arc and find that picture of the Toxic Avenger or the Toxic Crusaders figure I think that's a really good visual cue as to how you can adapt that squat 5 inch style into this 7 inch style yeah it'll be interesting to see how they do in April like will April look will April sort of have the Tila body right you know That'd be real interesting to see. But then the other thing, though, too, is that the Ninja Turtles, other than the Turtles themselves, didn't have standard bucks. It was lots of new tooling yeah. on everybody. Um, you know, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how many, what different characters they do. You know, you might be able to get away with some shared parts between like Casey Jones and Shredder and the Foot Guys, but that's kind of it, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, obviously the four turtles, basically all you have there is the different belts and the different heads. Yeah, sure. The so, tur- but the turtles but the turtles don't have human bodies. They have weird turtle right. o- oval bodies. Right, you know? exactly. So that, um, that right there, the fact that they have four shared bucks right out of the gate, is is mm. gold to a toy company? Yeah. Uh, so, but I, then who I, are? But then, what about the other characters? So, what about you know all the other characters are going to need new new tooling for everything? I I think uh, they can work their way around it. Um, I I think they're smart enough to still be able to use that that basic He Man buck and uh, get away with a lot. But you're right. Once you get to stuff like if you get to stuff like Mondo Gecko and Mutagen Man and Muck Man and right. And, Ray Filet and, you right, know. Right, the Toads. Like, yeah. you really are getting pretty far afield of the standard. Leatherhead, form. you know, I mean, those, those, all those characters had very wildly yeah. unique body which, which makes me wonder if we maybe just get the Turtles. I don't know. I think that if, we're, if they're going to do it, if Super 7's going to do Turtles like, like classics, I think that they're going to really embrace it as a catalog of characters. I, I that's that's my that's my guess is that they're gonna be like, we have this thing now. There were literally tons and tons and tons of incredibly cool character designs yeah. in the original. So, you know, what if they what if this is it? What if they're going to classics turtles? Right, right. Interesting. And do everything. You know, and, and okay, we, we're going to have the same consistent scale, and we're going to do the the turtles, you know, black and white turtles from the comics, you know, and yeah, do movie yeah. versions of them, and you know, and do and do a Ninja Turtles classics line. That's interesting. I think there, I, I think that there's a very strong chance that they might. Well, here's what we're going to do. They they could do those figures. I mean, they that's de- that's ten years at least. Of figures that they could do the well the well does not run dry on turtles right here right here you and I are gonna have a wager All for, right. for one one shiny dollar I am shiny dollar one shiny dollar my bet is that they're looking at just doing the turtles and perhaps variants of the turtles and that's as ambitious as they're getting with the ninja turtles okay line. I think that they might they that they play they they have proven that they play the long game, and I think that they will probably obviously take the market feedback. They will do the you know do the four turtles and see how it sells, and unless it's like a bomb, I think that they're gonna. I think that they might go full classics. And right. dig, dig super deep. Well, when when we uh, because think about it, think about it. Like if you look at the generations of, of people, classic started in what like 2010? Yeah, something like right? that. I think Grayskull so, came out in like two thousand ten, maybe. No, I mean then then yeah, no, like two thousand. Yeah, I mean like classics has been going well, on for shit, a really long no, time. No, Grayskull came out in like two thousand eight, didn't he? Okay, so like early two thousands, right? Okay, so you just keep on talking. I'm looking. I'm looking it up right now. I got to know. You keep on talking. So you're looking at a generation of, of of kids who grew up collecting He-Man, 
And then they did classics for us. Dude, I am the man. The first King Grey Skull figure, the one that was before classics was even aligned, was 2008. Right. All right, so here we are, 10 years later. So you're right, about a decade. About a decade later, which is like the the time difference between He-Man and Turtles. Oh no, that's that not because the age group of the age group of kids that were the Turtles kids are now aging into. Can can I blow your mind? Collectors. Can I blow your mind? So, Masters of the Universe started to really die around 87. Yep. Turtles launched in 88. Yep. How wild is I'm that? I'm telling you. No, it made perfect sense. They filled the void. I mean, yeah. that's why I went from He-Man to Turtles. Yeah, that's that's. It was right, right there waiting there. for me with all the things I loved about He-Man in a new in a new line, you know, in a new in a new, new toy line. So I think that the the ti- the timing is perfect for them to to test the waters with the scale with the you know four turtles, and then potentially classics the turtles. You might you might just be onto something here. Okay, so. Before we wrap this thing up, we have one last thing that we have to discuss. And uh, it's it's controversial. It's crazy. It's wild. We don't even know what's going on with it. But that is the Masters of the Universe film that is set to start filming in July in Prague. Ugh. <laughs> okay. So, this movie. I have a friend. I have a friend because Prague is is a huge puppet. Puppetry in Prague is is whole thing. Of course it is. And so, so she's like, "Hey, Bo, did you hear that they're filming a Masters of the Universe movie?" And I'm like, "They have been trying to make a Masters of the Universe movie for ten years, fifteen years. It's not going to happen unless unless until I see the trailer. Literally, until I see the trailer for the fucking movie, I don't care." <laughs> I don't care. So here's because... well, here's what we know so far. We know that the release date is December eighteenth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. We know that David Goyer uh, wrote the script and has leaked quote you know air quotes leaked some concept art on Twitter. When. When was that? Uh, that was... I don't have a date on it, but it, remember we saw some wacky-ass-looking battle armor for Tila? Ugh, that garbage. The pow- yes. power armor Tila bullshit. Yes, Ugh. this was back in December. Garbage. Uh, yeah, it looked terrible. Um, we have a director attached, and I'm actually trying to find the name right now. There's been like 20 directors attached. Yes, yes but we have a, we have a current director. <laughs> Uh, like, org did interviews with the guy who was like, I went into the, the Mattel offices and the Sony offices with my box of vintage He-Man toys that I had as a kid, and I and I wanted to make this movie, and that guy didn't make the movie. Like, that didn't happen. So I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't until, until I see the trailer, until I see a cast, until I see anything other than, like, the idea that they're like, oh, we're filming in Prague on these on these dates, like with what? Who? Who's filming? <laughs> what do you? Wh- what movie are you filming? Are you just like giving yourself a deadline and hoping you're going to figure it out? Like that doesn't seem like a way to make a movie. 
Okay, so the, that release date, that December release date, is no longer a thing. Sony has what do you know? Has uh, dropped that release date, but according to Production Weekly, who, as far as I know, is a reliable source. Oh, I'm sure that they. I'm sure that people have plans. They put things on the books. They've, uh, reserved, they've reserved the the space. This was, and, you know, but that doesn't mean they're buying bagels and coffee for people yet. <laughs> Two weeks ago, on this day, Production Weekly posted updated production schedule and location for Sony's Masters of the Universe from the directing duo of Aaron and Adam Nee. Principal photography is due to get underway mid July in Prague. Now with no cast and no director. With no cast, no, they've got a director. They've got two directors, Bo. Oh, good. Two directors. It'll be twice as good. It'll be the, and, and and hopefully the fiftieth times the charm. So here here are the big movies that these two directors uh, are responsible for thus far: The Last Romantic from two thousand six and Band of Robbers from two thousand fifteen. I would like to note that The Last Romantic does not even have a Wikipedia entry. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, here's what Sony, Sony doesn't know what they're doing. No. They don't know what they're doing. You know what they know? They know that they're shooting in Prague in July. Tell you what, look, look. Give the guys who made Into the Spider Verse the project, and then just leave them the fuck alone. Oh my gosh, you're not kidding. Right? Do that. That's oh. I would take that over a live action He Man movie any goddamn day of the week. Yeah. Give me yeah. that movie. I'm on board with that. All right. Well, okay. Mr. Bo Brown, I think we have thoroughly covered all of the Masters of the Universe news that is fit to be covered. Uh, how do you yeah, feel? Yeah, I'm not I don't I don't do the the react or the the reaction line either. So I mean there's I know they released a bunch of new stuff for that, but I I'm not collecting that. Although I will say the horde stuff does look really good. The horde the horde stuff is almost tempting me to get some of those. Well it all, look, <laughs> it all looks exactly like it should look. Whether or not that aesthetic is interesting to you is a separate thing, but they're nailing that line. No, it looks great. It's just whether but, or not you're into it. Yeah, I, I have to. I can't collect it all. No, no, and there's oh. no reason you should. I, I, and I, look, I grabbed my guys. I got trap jaw and I got scare glow from that line, and yeah. I didn't even open them because the packaging art is too gorgeous to so open. Good. Yeah, it's so good. So they're up on my wall, and they look they look great. I'm happy I've got okay. them, but I don't have any compulsion to get everything else. Although. I do feel that they'd fit really, really well with the original Castle Grayskull. Mm, yeah, but uh, that's that, true. They would look really good in there. Yeah, right. They, that, they're, they're the size that makes the castle look impressive. Right, yeah. and that's the main thing. Like every time I look at them and that, because I've got I've got a vintage Grayskull next to all my He-Man stuff, and I'm like, every time I look at them with that, I'm like, uh, no, don't do it. Well, when when we when I play with the boy, you know, when when I bring the toys out with the boys, we play with the muscles in the vintage castle. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's great. It's yeah. like it totally works. Um, the the castle just seems gigantic, you know, and that's it's awesome. So, anyway, all right. Well, uh, this was great. Uh, all I'm excited about the new stuff, and thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for coming back on the show. You you got to sign us out though. All right. Good journey. Good journey. Please check out the folks who provide our lovely interstitial music that breaks up the intro and the meat 
of the episode, as I like to call it. Uh, go to themysterymenofsurf.com. Check out their new album, Firewalkers. It is awesome and great, and you should be hearing some of it very, very soon. Well, you've already heard one track, but you should be hearing more of it very, very soon here on the Needless Things podcast. And also, please go to, if you're of age, if you're 18 or over, Go to lesexoflex.com and check out some of the best music available on the internet. It is filthy and dirty and hilarious, and you are listening to one of their tracks right now, Procrastibate, which I selected uh, years ago because to me it just was the best encapsulation of my work ethic. So uh, please check out our musical friends there. And check out the Center for Puppetry Arts. If, if you, I, I cannot remember the website right now, but I mean, come on, we know how Google works. If you look up Center for Puppetry Arts, uh, it is in Atlanta. It is one of the best experiences you can have in Atlanta. And there are always exciting live events going on, as well as the permanent Museum of Puppetry, the most unique of its kind in the entire world. And uh, a lot of that uh, credit for things there go to Mr. Bo Brown. So uh, thank you, Bo, for everything that you do for the center, everything that you do for Dragon Con, everything that you do for puppetry and entertainment in general. Uh, tune in next week for I don't know what, but I do know we have an all-new Needless Commentary for March. It's exciting. It's great. You're going to love it. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.